welcome to Chew On This, uh, Nerds United Podcast, Episode 6. I'm BJ. This is Vic. We just watched Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, the first uh, two episodes. Watching it live sucked. I had to sit through commercials. (laughs) Yeah, last week I didn't uh, watch it live. I watched it like the next day, so I got to fast forward through all that stuff, but... Um, tonight I had to watch it minute by minute, which stunk, but... Yeah, I know. I can't... I, I, I tuned out during the commercials. I actually got around and, like, walked up and did, did stuff. Yeah, I I actually... I think I paused it and watched other things or just kind of ran around <laughs> myself, but... Yeah, because you, you, you had, like... You have, what is it, like, two to three minutes in between each, you know, scene or whatever, so... Yeah, you got like, like you spend less than that. Yeah, like you got like fifteen. Like, you got a good fifteen minutes of just nothing. Yeah, it used to be like less than that. I remember that dating show years ago that would say like, "We'll be back in two and two, you know, two minutes and two seconds." But I, I feel like the commercials last longer now. Oh, you know what was awesome? We remember when Twenty Four was still on TV. Yeah. And they would actually give you the exact amount of time it took between the last scene and the commercial break. <laughs> right. And it would right. tell you like how much time like you actually get to watch television. God, that's those commercials. That's a show I haven't seen in a while. I I think I only watched like the first like half of that. Oh really? wait, you only saw the first half of the first season? No no no. Like the first five uh seasons I think. I didn't I didn't watch the whole thing. I kinda got burnt out on it. It was such a good show when it first came out. Yeah, they made a couple so like made for TV movies, and I thought they were going to make another one, but I heard yeah, they're. It was okay. It was nothing great. I mean, I just I read today or was it yesterday that uh, oh, yes. they're, they're yeah. rebooting it with the younger. Why are they doing all this like younger prequel stuff? Like younger. I don't know, stuff? but there's a. I was thinking about this today too. That like there's only a few. There's only a few characters in you know entertainment or uh, TV and movies where you just you just don't want to recast that person. Like uh, like uh, young Han Solo or John McClane, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know what they're trying you to don't... do with Die Hard is like is do his early days, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, know. I don't really care. I I like the the old you know grumpy John McClane, not the young punk or whatever, whatever it's going to be. But right. And they're like, oh, we're going to bookend the movie with uh, Bruce Willis in the beginning and the end, and I'm like, well, what's the point of that? Yeah, you know, so I, well, I, don't, I don't get that. Bruce Willis is going to make a shit ton of money for ten minutes of work. <laughs> right, right. Greedy and lazy. But um, the but Jack Bauer is Kiefer Sutherland, and the same thing vice versa. Like you can't recast Jack Butler, a Bauer. I mean Butler. <laughs> yeah, you can, re- Bauer. you can recast Jack Butler all you want, but Jack Bauer you can't. Yeah, yeah I can't. I can't. <laughs> I didn't understand why. I mean, he was a he was a producer for a while on that show too. Yeah, usually uh, that's pretty typical. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just I, why everybody is so not everybody, but why the studios are so prequel hungry. I don't I don't quite understand it. I don't know what. Probably, I feel like that's when they run out of ideas and like, well, let's go back to the very beginning. Yeah, which which is I think is a bad idea, especially it, it kind of. Um, negates his character, you know, how he is now, because he grew so much in those eight seasons, nine seasons, so to go back, what could they possibly do that's going to make him an interesting no character? I mean, yeah. do, you, do you remember the season finale of that first season? Yeah. Or series finale, sorry, yeah. Oh my god, what a fucking twist. Dude, dude, season one was awesome. Yeah. It really was. I thought season two was pretty weak. This is when I didn't have a job, and we were still watching DVDs, right? And I watched, it was a twenty? It's twenty-two episodes, I think, because there's there's two two-hour like uh, specials. Oh, like the so beginning and tw- the end, I think. Or yeah, uh, so there's like two. two it was twenty-two episodes, I think, of the first season, and I finished it in about a day and a half. Oh Lord. Yeah, I had no job, nothing to do, and I got hooked on the first episode of twenty-four. And I I just couldn't stop watching it. It was every I've never seen a show other than maybe Lost, but at the, but it didn't piss you off at the end like Lost did. Right, right. Like when you would watch you know the next episode, you're like you didn't, that didn't do anything. But in 24, every single episode at the end left you a cliffhanger. So what would happen would be I'd be watching this 
at like 1 or 2 a.m., and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to watch one more. And then mm-hmm. the end of the episode, it's a cliffhanger, like a giant cliffhanger. They're like, <laughs> how could they keep possibly watching. keep touching them, like popping themselves, like over <laughs> and over again? So then I ended up like, next thing I know, it's like fucking 4 a.m. Did you try to perfectly time it when you started 24 at like 7 p.m. when the move, the show starts at 7 no, p.m.? No, that I didn't do. <laughs> actually, that would, have been, that would have made a better story, but no, I didn't do that. You're like, you're, you're like 45 minutes later, like, okay, i got to take a 15-minute nap because then, you know, to, because each episode is only 45 minutes. But Right. <laughs> that would be pretty funny if you started at 7 p.m. and then ended at 7 p.m. the next day. That would make yeah. it interesting. But um, that's a lot of TV. Yeah, that was probably the most TV I've ever watched in a row because I couldn't. That's how good the show was. But this this last year has been like the the year of uh, bringing shit back, you know, or, or yeah. going backward. I mean, even with Force Awakens, I mean the the actual. I and mean, we went into depth in that sucker, but it brought you know a new hope kind of back, and then X Files are back, and you know all this all this stuff is back. And yeah. um, well, spe- speaking of X Files, I, I I watched the first two episodes, and uh, uh, I don't know, like the the thing that the, what I liked about that show was the dynamic between the two characters, um, and uh, they did a pretty good job of keeping keeping them from you know sleeping together and doing all that stuff. You know where they where they, you know it's kind of jumping the shark or whatever you want to call it. And usually when you get the two characters together is when the show goes downhill. So they did a pretty good job keeping them apart. But damn it, Chris Carter is like he drives me crazy with these all these freaky weird conspiracies. And I'm hoping at the end of this six episode miniseries that it's self contained to where there's a beginning, middle, and an actual end. You know, I read some. I thought I could have swore I read something where it was not going to be like that. Son of a bitch. Well, I don't mind them bringing back again. Like for what I love about it is I I looked online and it said season ten. I'm like, oh shit, okay, it's a continuation. Like I like that versus just being some entity, some extra thing. But they're actually saying this is season ten. So I was like, all right. So well, this storyline that they did, this storyline is freaking huge. The way that he basically. He he almost he almost reboots the entire mysticism of the first run of X Files where yeah. you know you think it's all about aliens that are doing this but it's not no. it's not aliens at all it's it's well I mean that's where the technology came from but it's actually people that are pretending to be aliens to do this to humans right right With the, so that the, rewrites everything that happened to Mulder from the beginning. Right, it's almost like a well. There's like Star um, Trek. They've been yeah, they've been putting alien DNA into into people, and so um, yeah, it does kind of it does kind of change everything. And I'm wondering if that's where he was going to begin with years ago, but like it, the show died after Mulder left. You know, they they tried. They I, I heard that they had a ten season ten and eleven planned, but it just never got off the ground because the ratings dropped so bad. But it was also interesting as they negated the the 2008 movie altogether. You noticed that they just kind of like said, "Oh, we haven't done the X Files have been closed for like 13 years or whatever it was." Oh, and I missed I was, that part. And I was like, "Well, wait a minute! They did a movie in 2008. They're, are they totally like glossing over that shit, or hmm. you know?" Because I remember I remember that specifically in the show. They were like, "Yeah, we've." I think it's in the opener when Mulder's explaining the X Files, the whole beginning thing when he does this like huge explanation and he said something about it's been closed for 13 or 14 years uh, yeah i missed I, well i mean i heard it but i didn't pick up i didn't make i didn't make the reference to this to the second movie yeah because i was like wait a minute there was a second movie in 2008 it was terrible you know it wasn't that great um they actually listed years of how long since x-files been on tv <laughs> yeah. well you know i i saw a movie once i was so disappointed i never watched it again but i've i've seen the first movie a bunch of times um, I was a huge X filer back in the nineties. I loved You know what I, I loved I loved, you know, him and Scully together and I loved when they were together when, you know, it was at its peak. But David Duchovny is so underrated as a as a comedy actor. Yeah. One of my favorite movies and I feel like it's a cult movie because not a lot of people know about it or if they do they they've only watched it once or forgotten about it. But he was in evolution. Yeah, I've been writing time. Yeah, and it was it was typical like Ivan Reitman, and they had a lot of 
good timing comedic actors in there. And Julianne Moore was in it, and she was actually really good in that too. Oh yeah, and, uh, that Orlando guy. Uh, uh, Orlando, Orlando Jones. Jones, right? Who right. Kind of like off guy. the face of the earth. Yeah. Yeah, Sasha, the Seven Up guy. Yeah, he was uh he was pretty good in that. And of course, you got Stifler in it too. Sean yeah. William Scott is in it, and he's basically Stifler in the movie, but not a dick. He's kind of like a lovable. <laughs> he's like Stifler lo- he's a in lovable every movie almost. Yeah, he's a he's a lovable he's a lovable Stifler in this one. I think it's like just Fifty Shades of Stifler. Just about every movie is some sort of part of. Oh, him. he was kind of. Did you see him in Goon? He wasn't. He wasn't. Oh, I love that movie. Um, Goon, yeah. dude, I. I saw that on um, uh, Netflix. I don't know if it ever made it to theater or not, but Jay Berenshaw, like uh, wrote that. Um, the guy that's always with Seth Rogen, you know, and all okay. those movies. He was in, uh, you know, Undeclared and all that. Um, okay. But uh, no, Goon. It's so funny because like you say Goon, which is at that hockey movie, and I remember Kevin Smith writing a hockey movie with Sean William Scott in mind, and of course. He went off and did that movie instead. Oh right, right. Yeah, and then like, um, and then he made a, a, a couple of dicks, which they ended up calling Cop Out. And I remember he hired Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg to be in that, but they went off and did their other their own movie called The Other Guys with Adam McKay. That's a good movie too. So, That's underrated. Oh, it's so it's so much. I love movie. Wahlberg in that movie. Cop Out is such a piece of shit. Um, yeah, it's not a good movie. But uh, yeah, the other guys was was pretty damn funny. I, I think Wahlberg was funnier in that movie. He was so funny. I it, he was really funny. His reactions to Will Ferrell's hot wife, you know, I think it was Eva Mendez, <laughs> yeah. was so awesome. He's like, "What the hell? Is, why, why are you with this beautiful Latina woman? What the hell?" Yeah. And then Will Ferrell was acting like it was no big deal. Like, whatever. I don't give a shit. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not. What realizing. did uh? What did uh? Oh, and Michael Keaton was in that. He was awesome in that movie. Yeah, too. Michael Keaton kept quoting TLC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he's. God, man, I loved him so much in the '80s, and he kind of disappeared for a while, and and then he's you know been slowly coming back. Like Birdman was was he's such good in he's good in Toy Story three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was he in Toy Story three? Was he in Cars? Yeah, he was Ken. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, he, he, Cars. In the Cars movie, he was. Uh, I know I don't like that's my least favorite Pixar movie, but he had the voice of the green car that was trying to win all the time. I can't remember uh, what, okay. what the name okay. of that car was, but yeah, he was yeah. Ken in he was Ken in Toy Story three. He was I awesome. Totally forgot about that. Love Michael Keaton. One of my favorite uh, movies is uh, with Michael Keaton in the uh, Beetlejuice. Oh, I love Beetlejuice. And I, and, uh, I can't. I, what about Mr. Mom? Can't Mr. Mom that. and Johnny Johnny Dangerously. Oh, great! So not a lot of people <laughs> know about Johnny Dangerously. No, this generation has no clue about Johnny Dangerously. It's like that movie's over thirty years old now, and so is Mr. Mom. But fuck, that was that that was my jam, dude, back in the eighties. He was so funny. And it's so funny grown. if you watch Mr. Mom now. Some of the shit that happens in the movie. You know, based on the economy and all that shit, that uh, that it kind of still holds true here. Yeah, it totally does. Yeah, but, that movie's uh, hysterical. Yeah, that's a great movie. And oh man, I love him in comedies. I still There's um comedies. I still quote Johnny Dangerously all the time. You know, especially that guy. There was this like yeah, guy curse. in that. The, there was a guy in the movie that couldn't speak English. Yeah, but and, he, yeah, every time he tried to curse, he was saying something completely different. You fargin sneaky ice hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just uh, could not, Roman he, something was it Roman? Yeah, he just butchered the English language. Like, <laughs> I will cut off your arms and I will shove them up your ice hole. <laughs> yeah, that guy, you fargin sneaky bastard. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, God, bastard. I, lo- <laughs> I love that. God, yeah. Damn, I haven't I remember, seen that in a while. Oh, the the father from Everybody Loves Raymond is in that. He's the. He's the main guy before Johnny Dangerously takes over as Godfather. Oh my God! And the the toilet blows up, and he's like, right, he's like and he's he thought he was holding candle. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was his dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who was also in that is that guy that um, I don't know. He kept saying like my my father hit me once, and he's like, oh once. Joe Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, and he said yeah. he kept saying that all throughout the movie. They did that once, just once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know? you shouldn't. You shouldn't hang me on a hanger. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was kind of in the same vein of as like airplane in those movies, but it was done, but it was funnier. 
Yeah, I, it was, I thought it was. Uh, I loved it. You know, that's a great movie. Oh man, <laughs> what are the Michael Keaton movies? I loved. Uh, I, oh my god, this movie always gets me. Um, oh, what the fuck is the name of the movie? Uh, he he plays a cancer patient. That's oh, that's, that's my, my life. life. My life. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Oh my god, he's so it's good depressing in as hell, but he's so good in it. He's so good in it, and oh my god, he's he's just great. I'm so glad he's back. Yeah, me too. Me too. He's he was. Oh. Uh, He's 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 always been a really good actor. If you haven't seen Birdman, you got to see it. He's so yeah, fucking brilliant. Yeah, so, but it. you know that guy that that directed that directed The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh yeah, yeah, I did know that. Yeah, it that's an, that dude is. I, I want him to do more shit, man. He's amazing. What a director. Uh, what I love about what I love about Birdman is that I mean it, it kind of almost parallels his um, his life. Almost in the yeah. sense that he's he was like not a washed up actor, but like somebody who disappeared from the limelight. And every Michael Keaton, like every great thing that you've ever seen Keaton, and he does it in that entire movie. You get like a pissed off Michael Keaton. Yeah, movie. when he goes psycho, he goes crazy right. a little the bit. Craziest, yeah. The crazy one, the angry one, broken down one, the funny one, like. He does everything he does in that, everything that you've ever seen him do something great in, he does it in that movie, and it fits perfectly. Yeah, it's almost like that director, like, said, dude, just be Michael Keaton. Just do all your shit. Just... He's so good. Love Michael Keaton. So glad he's back. Yeah. Um, but let's go back to the X-Files, because, you know, the timeline that it completely, it doesn't change the timeline, but it basically says, well, you know, the 10 seasons or the 9 seasons that you watched it, well, we, we lied. Yeah. Like after, or, or after here's, nine or, seasons, you're, after <laughs> nine seasons, you were led to believe this. Well, guess what? We lied. Yeah, it's we're full of shit. Yeah, deal and, with it. Uh, and the cigarette man is still alive. Just let you know. Is he? And, no, he's <laughs> dead, right? No, so in real life, man, that guy's dead. The 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 cigarette man. No, he's alive. The actor's he, alive. Yeah, yeah. The cigarette yeah. the cigarette smoking okay. man is alive and well. And in the, in the second episode, you see him, and they're like shoving a cigarette in his in his neck hole. Where? Oh, uh, wait, what? Yeah, that's a cigarette smoking man, dude. He's alive. Wait, he was in the second episode. Yeah, yeah, first or second episode. But I just remember they, you know, they kind of panned, did this camera pan, and it showed him. And then I'm like, oh fuck, he's alive. I thought he died. I thought he fell down the stairs and died in a wheelchair or something. But he's He's still alive, and the, he had to, his nurse or somebody was, like, shoving a cigarette in the hole in his neck, and he was, like, smoking out of it, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, he's totally... Fuck, I completely missed that. He's totally fucked up, deep throat, whatever they call him, cigarette-smoking man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm just waiting for, I'm just waiting for the lone gunman to show back up, and, and supposedly they, I mean, their death was, I mean, they, they died, too, but right. supposedly, you know... But I think I, I heard somewhere that they're back in an episode. I'm sure they're going to pop up. Um, and those guys, I, I always enjoyed when they popped up in episodes. They, I, I always got a big kick out of them. Yeah, um, yeah. But I remember when, you know, Duchovny left X-Files, I think somewhere around there they decided to do a Lone Gunman show. You know, Oh, I remember that. It was just, It was like a big deal where they took up an X-Files slot. Yeah, Just and it, take one it of their lasted. Episodes. Yeah, it lasted like two or three episodes, and they yanked it. It it didn't do very well at all, because and I think it's because those characters are really good when you just salt and pepper them here and there. It's not like it's not. A, it wasn't a good idea to just surround a show around them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of like Jane, Silent Bob. You know, it's like they're good in little sprinkles, but not you know to carry like. A whole movie, I guess. Well, I mean, Jalen Sullivan's well, back was funny, but not not the same. Well, they basically carried Dogma. It was their story, as long uh, along with. Uh, yeah, but even that, like, I, I think that was Ben and Matt's story too. Like, it was kind of like, you know, there was enough enough material for to go to those other actors too. But like, Jalen Sullivan's Strike Back was pretty much them in almost every single frame, you know. But. Um, it's just, I mean, I guess my point is, is like certain characters are are stronger when they're just, they just pop in here and there, not, you know, throughout the whole thing, because then they can wear out their welcome or they're they get annoying or something like that. Well, this this part one and part two that counts as one episode or it counts as two episodes. I, I um, 
Oh, that's a good point. I I don't know. I think I think it's no. I think it's they're separate episodes. I think so. Then there's only four episodes left. Uh, yes. Yeah, there's only six total. Well, they better get moving because that's two less than Agent Carter, and Agent Carter has, you know, a pretty precise story. Well, I think part of the problem, a couple of issues. I think one, they have said that they don't, they really wanted to revive X Files, but they don't want to do too many because they're getting old and they're, you know, they got families and all that stuff. And number two, I think they, both of them have their own TV shows. Right. Yeah. Um, like he Aquarius. has Aquarius, and she has something else. I can't remember what it's called. And so they literally had like their hiatus time to make this show. So like two months or whatever it was that they were on hiatus from their own shit, they made this show. And yeah, so it was a like really a, quick turn. It's almost like uh, Arrested Development for Netflix. Oh yeah. Well, oh man, talk about. I was disappointed in that one. Well. If you go back and watch season four on Netflix, the the or is it five or whatever Netflix did, you go back and watch it because I went back and watched it again. I noticed that the first half there were issues because they they um, they couldn't get the whole cast together, so yeah, they had yeah. to, they had to write it as such for each person. But once the whole cast got together on the back half, that's when the show got good again. Right. Right. So, somebody um, online, somebody on the internet actually uh, uh, tells you how to watch all the episodes in chronological order, and it actually makes more sense. Oh, really? Yeah, so they, they basically either told you how to watch it or cut it together for you. Something oh, I'll crazy. To, I'll have to check that out, because I remember that. That was the one thing that really bothered me, was that everything was so fucked up. Like timeline-wise, it was almost like Quentin Tarantino was directing it. Yeah, yeah. Although I think one or two of the standalone episodes, I was cracking up. You know, the the Will Arnett's character, I just I love that character. He's so <laughs> yeah. that episode with just him was really fucking funny. But um, no, that show is is really good, and I I hope based on I, I guess Netflix got a lot of um, um, praise for that season, so I I heard that they're they're trying to get together and like another one, which I really hope they do. Like, Netflix has just been a godsend. They keep bringing back really cool shit that we all love. And Yeah, it's too bad it's too many years past Firefly. Because oh that God. is so he, prime for Netflix. He, bring it back. Fuck yes, dude. You just totally nailed it. Yes. But Joss Whedon already had said many times that he doesn't want to bring it back because of the status that it's reached. Like, basically, basically he would be going back trying to direct episode one for that, like, fandom. Because there's know. so much hype, like he, he, there would probably be more underground hype for Firefly than Avengers Two. Yeah, I agree with you. I I don't know, man. I I think that's the that's the reason why you should do it is because people would watch the shit out of it. I mean, it's the the DVDs. Like I bought the box set because I was dying to watch the three episodes they never aired. You know, right. so I watched, bought that just for that. Watched the Serenity movie, which the fans. Thanks to them, that's the reason why that movie got made. And Dude, I watched that movie. I watched that movie. I rented it because it was like a you know a space movie. Mm-hmm. I rented it. I had no idea. Like I knew it was about a, a TV show that was canceled, but I wanted to watch it anyway. That fucking sh- that movie made no sense to me. And then I went back like years later to watch Firefly, and then I went back to watch Serenity, and I loved it. Well, that was that was one of the big problems with it is because they didn't make it like. It was a standalone movie. Like if you never watched the show, you were pretty confused. You were like, "What the hell's going on here?" And then the deaths of the of the characters, that some of the main characters, meant really nothing to you. You were like, "Okay, that sucks," you know. But oh, God, but yeah. if you watch the show and then you watch the two characters die in that movie, uh, spoilers, everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not telling you who who dies. Um, Wow. It, it means a lot more. It's like you're like, oh my god! It's like piercing your heart, you know. You're just like, oh wow! I yeah, I remember watching that. it after I watched the, you know, was it thirteen, fourteen episodes? Of yeah. Firefly? I remember then watching the movie, and then you know, and when, just when, Fox, yeah, just Fox really just needed to give it time to marinate. And, they and moved the, it a couple times too, I think. They moved it a couple times, and they played some of the episodes out of order. I heard. Um, which is not new to Joss Whedon. He did that with uh, Dollhouse. They like filmed a bunch of shows, episodes, and then put them out of order. And then I gave kinda, up on that show. Yeah, I did too. I, you know, some of it's okay, but I, I got tired of it. Um, 
But Firefly had this like potential. It had a potential of being something great. And I mean, every for, character in the story writing was so good. Really good. And all the characters were interesting. So even the even the Doctor, who is the, like the most boring out of all of them. Yeah. Um, Rivers Rivers' brother. Yeah. He was the, to me. He was the most boring, and he was still interesting. Yeah. No, every he still character had his shine. Every character on there was great, and they didn't really reveal um, Summer Glau's character too much until the movie. Like when the movie came out, they showed like her full potential. Yeah, that that, that kind of didn't have the impact that it did the second time around for me. Either. I know, I know, I know. But I mean, you got glimpses of it. Remember when that bounty hunter got onto the got onto Serenity? Yes. See that, that was, And then she and she, you know, did all that crap, you know. So she had she she always showed potential about something. Yeah. That was a it, good episode. The show was getting good, and then they canceled it. Like I remember the last episode I saw, I was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome." And then I was like, wait a minute, it's not coming back next week? What the hell? Right, yeah. No. You know, it was really sad. So many, three, good, three episodes, so many good episodes. What about, uh, wait, yeah. which were the ones that they never aired? Ah, oh, man, I can't off the top of my head tell okay. you because it's been years. But I remember. Well, my, which was I, your favorite episode? My favorite episode was like one of the last ones that they showed. Um, which was it was the one the, where the, the their, their friend from the Army died? Yeah, I think that was yeah, I think that one. Dang, I have to go back. Too. It's it's like episode nine or ten. It's like I think it's when they're on the space I think they were in a facility where the the bad guys were in and they had to like break out of there or something like that and that's when Summer Glaub finally showed, you know, her potential. I can't even remember the characters' names now. It's stupid. River. Um River, River. That's when she started showing her potential and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh shit. And then, um, and then the last episode I think was the the bounty hunter one where they, you know, and then like because like the the episode called Serenity they showed at the very end, the, toward the tail end of the show when it that should have been the very first episode, right? But but, but they but he moved it because he's like, oh no, it's better just to introduce the characters in a situation versus doing an origin kind of thing. So which I like that. And then so the Serenity episode was more like a was more yeah, like yeah, that's a, when they first what's well, what flashback. When, yeah, that was so it was a, like they just made it into a flashback episode essentially, when the crew got together, where the people got together and all that stuff. But and you know it's cool because it's really like after that show got canceled, all those actors got to do really cool things. You know, I got to see them in all sorts of shit. Um, yeah, you know uh, what's the Nathan Fillion did a lot of voice work. That's where I knew him from mostly. Um, he was Green Lantern a few times, more than a few times. Yeah. Um, that show Castle's okay. I, I haven't watched a bunch of those. So, but, you know how in the beginning you said, like, uh, you didn't get to watch Mulder and Scully get together during its first run? Right. Well, Castle's, like, kind of the same thing. Like, the first four seasons are just great um, because you, it was kind of a will-they-won't-they they type of a deal. With Sexual the, tension. Yeah, but but there was other stuff too. The writing was a lot better. Mm. It, it made me like I love those murder mystery type things. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't as comical as it is now. Like now, you know when a TV show is on TV for so long, they just become caricatures of themselves. Yeah, you know like The Simpsons are are slapstick now, but in the beginning they were actually just a normal family with a little cartoonish you know things that would happen to them. Right, but they, if you watch the first season, it's it's more of a family sitcom than it is a satire like it is now. But anyway, so Castle Castle in its I don't know like ninth season now, it's uh it's become like a character of themselves where a Castle is more of a you know a bumbling buffoon that always gets himself in trouble. That's so weird. Rather than rather than this guy who would you know wouldn't understand how how dangerous this shit is. And in the beginning, it was that and the fact that he found it so, like, exhilarating to try to solve the puzzles themselves. Right. Um, and that was that was what caught me onto it, along with, you know, the will-they-won't-they they type thing. And now it's now it's he does something or says something stupid or funny or tries to be funny, and everybody looks at him like he's an idiot. And um, the, the I forget the woman's name. She uh, She's the one that mostly solves the boring murders, because in the beginning it was both of them trying to solve it out to themselves. Yeah. And now that's all gone. 
Yeah, th- th- I mean, the shit evolves and it changes and all that stuff, and it just depends. I mean, if it's getting good ratings, they're just going to keep that shit going. Look at Bones. Bones is like in its 11th or 12th season. I, I watched the first, like, five seasons of that, and then I just I tuned well, out. because after they got together, right? After yeah, they after got they together. got together, I just I, it started to go downhill for me, and I just didn't care anymore. But it's still but going. That, but it's so weird that once they get together, it's like they just lose focus on the main reason why the show is actually really good. Right. You know, like with with Bones, it was about trying to solve these murders and all these, like, interesting plot lines and things like that. And there's always a serial killer, like a main serial killer that kind of overshadows the entire season. Mm-hmm. And I loved that main, the, the main serial killer. Like, that's what I looked forward to every season. And then after they got together, it's it's there's no... It, they didn't really. Ha- they didn't even really have that much tension. Like there was really no sexual tension. They were starting to towards the end, and then like she got pregnant, and then during the off season or writer strike or whatever it was, all of a sudden they came back and they had a kid together. So right, it was, like, right. It was I just remember, like weird. I remember that. <clears throat> I don't know but why. But the murders, the murders are like not interesting anymore, and it's just funny. Like shows like Castle, shows like Bones, and even like Lois and Clark. Well, you know, they like to, when they, they they lost focus of the actual you know episodes where they did not know this and they just focused mainly on the relationship. Right. It's like exactly that. That's you just made a good point because it, it's you know if they get them together, okay, whatever. But they still need to focus on the the core of the show, you know. And every time I feel like get, comedies do that a lot better than dramas. Yeah. Like oh, like Friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Friends actually did a pretty good job, although toward the end they tried to get some of the people together that shouldn't have been, that just was awkward together. But like when I hated Chandler and Monica got together. Oh, you did? That yeah, was the one thing it. that kind of reinvigorated the show, though, because it was starting to get kind of boring. Yeah, but then they, again, they become caricatures of themselves. Joe became ridiculously retarded. You know, Monica yeah, became yeah. like a neat freak times a thousand to the point where she should be seeing a psychologist. Chandler, it was like this guy who this boyfriend who loved his girlfriend so much but could never do anything right and he just there was always an episode where he just does something stupid in a relationship (laughs) you know phoebe would always say more and more outlandish things and you know ross and rachel ross became more crazier in the things that he did and you know rachel being rachel but times a hundred yeah and i think the only was the only who's the most successful friend would that be would that, is that Jennifer Aniston? Is she probably, probably. I think it, I think it would probably be a tie. Like popularity wise, I think it would be a tie between uh, Jennifer Aniston and uh, Courtney Cox. I think. Well, Courtney Cox did, had a she had a really weird show for a couple of years and it got canceled, but it had to do. But with, she like, also had that movie career. She had a movie career. She had a TV career for years. You know, started right. with Family Ties and all that, and then. Um, her show Cougar Town, I guess, just got canceled. But that's been on for years, and it's, it's jumped networks. You know, I I couldn't believe it was still on. I heard, I was like, what? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, she, I, I guess you're right. I mean, popularity wise, I know, I know, um, David Schwimmer does more behind the camera work. That's what. Yeah, he's, he's playing. Was. He's playing Robert Kardashian in the in the O.J. Simpson movie here real soon. I oh. I have a hard time watching him act and go, that's that's Ross. I, yeah. I can't. I, he he's the one guy that he just can't escape that character. But everybody else kind of does their thing. I mean, even Matthew Perry, to some point, you're like, oh, that's just Chandler again, you know. And he's well, got if that, you watch his other work, like he was in Growing Pains. Yeah. That episode, the Growing Pains one, where you know he was drinking and driving, and oh yeah. And he dies. Oh <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> That's the first time I ever learned about what internal bleeding was. What <laughs> was from growing pains? Yeah. Because <laughs> Michael was like, I don't know, he died and he had something called um, internal bleeding. I'm like, what's internal bleeding? <laughs> what the hell? So growing, like, because that episode stands out to me because of internal bleeding. How did we get into fucking growing pains? Uh, because we talked about Matthew Perry and he was drunk. Played a drunk driving. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So, anyway, so 
Why are we talking about that, though? Uh, because we were talking about friends. No, but why were we talking about friends? Oh, oh, right, the relationship shit. In the yeah, the famous, and then we just went into famous friends. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. This is exactly what happens when you try to be cheap and record a fucking podcast. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, the thing is, is like they always have to have some sort of thing where they have a relationship, they get married, then they have to have kids. Those are all the things that the sitcoms do. I mean, every single one of them. Well, did yeah, like it was uh, anytime your show is struggling, you had a fucking kid to it. <laughs> right. Remember, like there would just be random kids popping up in shows that you like. That happened on Family Ties. Like they had a kid, and then the next season, the kid was like four years old, and they did that on Growing Pains too. You know, they. Oh right, it was the the one the woman that was in uh, the Avengers. Avengers, that's right, right at the end, and she thanked right. Captain America. That was it. and they and they introduced Leonardo DiCaprio in that show. He was just some child oh, yeah. that they adopted. Yeah, that's right. I'm like, oh, hey, it's what shows did that? Even Full House did that, right? Did they add another kid? Oh, and the Twin know. Boys. Oh the Twin yeah, boys now now it's called Fuller House and it's on Netflix or it's oh, going to be on Netflix. Shit. Is it Netflix? Is that getting yeah, it? Nef- uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Fuller House. Uh, original. Whatever. Yeah, and you know they have Girl Meets World or whatever. Yeah, it's on Netflix though. No, but it's in its third season. I'm like, damn. Like, they're just bringing everything back. Next thing you know, it's going to be fucking Saved by the Bell again. And I just I can't do that again. No, I hope not. Unless it's the episode where Jesse freaks out from taking speed. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the Saved by the Bell where Screech is videotaping himself having sex with more women. It's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was in a, isn't he in jail? Yeah, I think so. He stabbed somebody at Christmas or something a year and a half ago. <laughs> Screech stabbed somebody. That's awesome. I was like, that's badass. Good job. Yeah, Screech fucking had it. From from pussy to stabbing people. <laughs> I know. They should do that. They should recreate. Didn't they do that? Didn't they do it like on the late late show or Jimmy Fallon show where? Where Elizabeth Perkins recreated that scene. Oh, Elizabeth Berkeley. Berkeley, yeah. Why did I say Perkins? Who's per- Elizabeth Perkins? Uh, she was uh, in Big with Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even close. <laughs> now you're way off, dude. <laughs> they both have yeah, curly she hair. Was, she was but... not in Striptease. Not Striptease. Fuck, what's the name of that movie? Showgirls. Showgirls. Hey, that was really, you know, I, I can't remember how old I was, but I remember I was so intrigued because I'm like, whoa, I've never seen an NC-17 movie ever hit the theater. And so we all wait, went and you didn't watch it. Wait, you didn't watch it because it was Jesse in there? You could see Jesse's tits? No, 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 we went and watched it. I watched it just for the simple fact that it was NC-17. I was like, holy shit, I've never seen that before. Fuck I'm, that, I'm I watched it because I watched Saved by the Bell and I wanted to see Jesse's Oh, tits. yeah, I, I wanted to see, believe me, I, I thought, I had a big crush on her on Saved by the Bell. You liked like, her better than Kelly Kapowski? Well, no, I liked her too, but I knew that she was too goody-goody. I knew she would never be anything. Never <laughs> be that shit. You're talking like they're fucking real. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have thought Screech would have been boning chicks on video too and stabbing yeah, people? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's what happens when you treat people like that in high school. They end up like you know doing porn. Yeah, no doubt. Or like, you know, a Slater became, what is he, like on Access Hollywood or some shit? He's always somewhere. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Those, I mean, Paul Glasner, whatever, Zach, I can't remember his actor's name. But Mark? Zach, I guess we're yeah, saying. he's been in a bunch of stuff, you know, a bunch of TV. Did you ever see that movie, uh, Dead Man on Campus? <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but is that, is that true though? Is that true if like your roommate die? Like there's a clause you know, if your roommate dies that you get an automatic A for the semester? I don't know. This that was on like a show that like TLC or Discovery does where it's like a it's, I think it was called Urban Legends. Oh, Okay. And that was on there, and I don't think I I don't Did recall. They it? I can't remember. Because I had I thought it had something to do with like your you know it, it's kind of a shocking or grieving thing like how can you keep going to school if your like roommate died or something like that 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 I would kill be himself. A, yeah yeah exactly exactly but um well shit i'm going to have to look that up now cuz that's going to drive me crazy 
Well, who gives a fuck? You're not in college anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking thinking for my son when he goes to college of like, yeah, go, don't go study find somebody that's <laughs> fucking find somebody who'll kill himself. Go meet somebody that's really down on themselves. Find um, a goth person and yeah, that's funny. That <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of that that Ashton Kutcher movie. What is it? Uh, Butterfly Effect and like. He was every, actually pretty good in that. He was good in that, and the, but the movie was fucked up because every time he did something, it fucked everything up worse. Yeah, I remember when he woke up and he had like no arms and no legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his big fat friend was dating his girlfriend. I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. Did you see the alternate ending to that movie? <clears throat> no. What happened? So the alternate ending is he flashes or butterfly effects, whatever it's fucking called, back to himself in a, in a fetus as a fetus what and he fucking strangles himself in the fucking uterus and that's how that's how he stops the bad things from happening to everybody else he, he, he hangs himself in, he hangs himself <laughs> with the umbilical cord <laughs> and they actually filmed it nobody stopped to say like you know wait a minute I, I think we're going a little overboard <laughs> you know why they didn't show that? that could you even imagine pitching that fucking scene <laughs> you know why they did actually ultimately do it is because everybody would have been like oh god I wish Ashton Kutcher would have done that right, years ago we wouldn't, it we just wouldn't. would have stupid I mean <sighs> I forget no, the actual ending that's sad I don't remember the real ending I just remember the stupid ending no the real the real oh well, the ending that that was in the movie that they showed was he told the girl to fuck off, basically, you know, because they were they were at a party together, and that's when he first met her or talked um, to her, and she came up to talk to him, and he told her get the fuck away from me, I don't ever want to talk to you, or something like that. I don't remember what it was, and then she kind of like wandered off, and then he kind of went, okay, everything's going to be fine, because that's where everything like went haywire. Huh. He, he could just never be with her. Like every time he tried. To be with her did change altered things. Um, it made the timeline worse. You know, like I remember, his her dad was like filming videos <laughs> in the basement of the kids touching each other and all that. Oh and, like, shit! I forget about that. Yeah, there was all sorts of stuff that was fucked up in that movie. I just remember all sorts of crazy things. You know, um, oh god, yeah, <laughs> that was a really fucked up movie. Oh, uh, so we watched. Oh, we never uh we never uh went over uh Legends of Tomorrow. We went on oh, a yeah. weird ass tangent that ended up somehow talking about full house. Yeah, and anyway, I mean X Files I, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. So let's see you know, how the next few weeks go and maybe we'll talk about it later. But I, I so far I'm just glad they're back. They're on T V, they're back. I I still adore them and you know, hopefully the the episodes will get better as we go along, but um, so what do you think of the first two se- first two episodes of Legends of Tomorrow? Okay, I'm going to be totally honest with you, man. I I really enjoyed the first episode. I always love it. Ep- I always love a movie or an episode or anything like that where it starts to gather this team together. Right. You know, whether it's Mission Impossible Three or Alien, any of those shows or whatever. I just like even in Armageddon. I like when they put together a team. I like that kind of stuff. Oh. Fast forward to the second episode, I'm watching this thing, and I'm going, how the fuck are they going to do this week to week? I'm already, like, I'm bored of this. I don't, I don't understand. Like, they're they're going to follow Randall Savage for, what, the next seven seasons every episode and destroy him? Or where are they going to go with this is what I'm wondering. I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. Like, how many times can you almost kill the fucking guy? Right. And, and you know, some of the action sequences are pretty cool, but I, I it got redundant in the second episode. They There was like two or three action scenes, and they it's almost felt like they blew their wad in both of them. I'm like, you got to see all the people fighting, just like you saw the Avengers fight and all that. But if they're going to be doing that from episode to episode, it's going to get old really quick. And it's going to cause a shit ton of money. Yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of effects in that, in that, in that second show. It's it's really it's very cinematic. I mean, did I, you I've, get bothered by the Adams basically repulsor cannons? It's too much like Iron Man. I don't know. It even had the high pitched like sound. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. That was I, it, annoying. They actually and they did something kind of interesting, but they just quickly wiped it out, and that was like part of his suit fell off. 
yeah. and they said, oh, shit, that's going to cause a major thing in the future because they're going to build a bigger weapon based on that technology. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. They could have strung that out for two or three episodes, you know, where they or have they to get that thing back. Savage. Yeah, where you can just take take Savage out of the equation and deal with that for a few episodes. But they, no, they got it back right away and, and went about their business. And What do you think about Captain Cold? Okay, it almost well, feels like he's a little bit fish moony. A little bit. Him and his brother are a little bit over the top. But here's the thing that I kind of – I don't know if you're going to laugh or not, but I've been watching Prison Break. I've never yeah, watched yeah. that. I never watched that show until like literally a week ago. I started watching it. I heard it's it. really good. I heard it was really it good. Is, first, the first few seasons. It's fantastic. It's gotten a little over the top now. I'm in the third season, but the first season is fantastic. And those two guys are in it. They play brothers. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So anyway, my whole thing is I'm watching them, and I just I'm just giddy that they got those two guys together to play Captain Cold and and Heatwave. I I love it. But there are one of my favorite of, scenes. Like I was thinking, you know, he's a little bit like Fish Mooney, and yeah. the other guy's over the top a little bit too. But actually, one of my favorite scenes in that entire episode was when Ray Palmer was talking to Captain Cold after they got snagged. Mm-hmm. In the ca- in the in the in the cage when they were talking to each other, and how basically he was telling him like he's you know sheltered and not going to do anything, and uh, that he's you know Captain Colton's better off for um, you know being the way he that he was. Right. That was one of my more favorite scenes of that entire episode. Well, any of the scenes with mm-hmm. um, the two characters I really could care less about is Hawk Hawkman Hawk Girl. I really don't. Well, you don't have to worry about one of them now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was a little shocked that that actually happened. I was, too. I don't know. I was like, all right. Actually, I I was shocked, but I was at the same time like, okay. You know, that's actually something that was pretty big. But there's 16 episodes in this sucker. Why couldn't they save that for a little bit later? It it was just kind of of felt a little too sad. Basically, it ends up being like Colson's death. I did. Yeah, because at the end of the episode, even Captain Cold is like, you know, I'm whatever you said, but he's like, I'm, nobody takes down one of my team members. And yeah. Like, okay, so this is what you know. This is what galvanizes the. Wow, they took a lot from the Avengers, huh? Yeah, they did. <laughs> it, it felt it felt like a big Avenger ripoff, but um, I do. You know, the things I do like about it, I do like that it's very cinematic. I do like um, I like Victor Garber's character. The you know the. I like this episode and a part of the episode where he's dealing with his younger self. I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, And so there was a lot of jokes around that because, like, White Canary and him were kind of, like, flirting and stuff. And he's like, stop that. (laughs) He's like, I'm meeting my wife tonight for the first time. (laughs) Like, quit. Don't, you know, don't stray me. They kind of lost me when he went to the – when they were walking to some place and his wedding ring started disappearing and I yeah. of course thought of Back to the Future. Right, I did too. So it kind of took me out of the whole drama there. My, one of my favorite lines is from the first episode where um, Kronos, you know, the time or whatever that um, bounty hunter is, the time bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. And like he, he, the, you know, Dominic Purcell's character, Heatwave, he goes, he goes, we go out for one drink and you manage to pick a fight with Boba Fett. <laughs> I was like, okay, that was badass. I like that because, like, they, you know, they were all off doing their own thing when they came back. Cronus was there shooting the ship, the ship up, and he's just like, he says that line, and that that just killed me. So, like, you know, those guys, the two brothers, are kind of over the top, but you know, they kind of serve, I don't know, a purpose. I kind of like having like not quite good guys or not quite bad guys on the team, you know, but. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of Jax or or White Canary. Yeah, the 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 person that is the, the obviously the heart and soul of the show or whatever would be would be Ray Palmer. That's like kind of like how you know there's some humanity there. There's some like um, the everyday person or whatever. You know, he just happens to be a billionaire and good looking, but still, he's like really like earnest and you know really. Um, you know, genuinely wants to help and be the hero and stuff like that. What'd you think about the Rip Hunter character? Because I don't know anything about the comic book, but they put that brown coat on him, and it makes me think of Doctor Who. Immediately, yeah. Um, and he's got a British accent. Well, you know, when I watched the trailer, it definitely, the, the show, the trailer um, made me think of Doctor Who right away. 
but because of the time jumping, because of the time jumping itself, or like you know we're in a ship and we're jumping around and and we're going to different time periods and all that stuff and helping people out or changing time or whatever. So I was like, oh, that's Doctor Who. That's what actually really attracted me to the show because I love anything time travel. I I love that shit. Um, right. But he's too Doctor Whovian, I think. And um, so I don't know. Like I I kind of like his character, but. Um, um, the the thing okay so I go back to the first episode I really enjoyed that episode because it kind of had a, a twist you know he had mentioned that they were you know to get him on board he had to sell him he had to say right, you right. guys are legends you guys are like really well known you saved the universe blah 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 and then midway through the movie, the show he's just like okay well let me I fucking lied to you you guys are nobodies in the future nobody gives a shit about you I I handpicked you because you know, no, you were forgotten. I mean, nobody gave a crap. So I figured, like, I'll take you guys and, like, you know, hopefully you'll rise above or, you know, basically they're all misfits. They're all yeah. like, people. And and he mentions that he stole the time that, you know, he stole the ship so he can mm -hmm. go back in time and stop Randall and all that, Savage and all that. So I really liked that. I, I thought that was a really cool twist or really cool story element. But immediately you get in 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 the episode 2 and it, i don't know i think for me i would like to see like very slow progression i don't want them to become this total team right away like i want i want i mean they are doing like the bickering between them kind of thing or you know i think um what's his name cold you know captain cold like actually punched ray palmer didn't he they were they were in yeah, the they punched each other yeah, they, so they, so I kind of like that. They need to kind of keep that dynamic going. You don't want them overnight to become a team all of a sudden, you know. I was but, honestly waiting for that whole that whole tracking shot in the warehouse for them to use each other's weapons at some point. Uh, like it, it reminded me so much of the Avengers. Yeah, at the end of the Avengers, when the the thing we talked about that the tracking shot with uh, Iron Man going from each and well, it went from each hero. You see each hero doing their own thing and. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, me too. So that kind of bothered me. I, I just, I think they really, I think they thought like, oh, let's just go over the top and do all this shit. Which you need to save that stuff for special episodes or whatever. You don't want to do that in every episode and do it two or three times in an episode because then it's not as um, special and whatnot. And uh, I, I liked, I did like the 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 atom flying out of the doctor's pocket, you know, because, like, yeah. I like that. Cause it I was took wondering. me out of it as soon as I heard the special effect for his. Yeah. It's, it's a, I was like, wait yeah. a minute, that's Iron Man's effect. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I don't know how they're going to keep that, um, uh, intensity going. I kind of, I kind of feel like they're blowing their wad really quickly, but who knows? I could be totally wrong. Like next episode, they might pull it back or, start doing you know different things but the whole randall savage thing already after two episodes i'm tired of it i'm just like you need to, you guys need to do other things you know kill yeah. this guy do something with him and then move on to something else or there's only well there's what only 10 episodes no it's 16 if you can 16? believe that oh, yeah. the second half or second half of the fall season so yeah isn't that how the flash was too I I don't know. Like it, Flash it was introduced halfway through. Um, no, Flash Flash season one was a full twenty two episodes. But the but the, did it start? Did it start after the fall no, season? No, no. I think what you're thinking is um, the Flash himself. I mean, Barry Allen shows up in Arrow, and he gets zapped in the middle of like one of the seasons, and then you don't see him for like nine months, and then the and then the Flash starts, but it started in September. Its oh, first year, it went it went full twenty something episodes. But so um, I'm still on the fence with Legends of Tomorrow. I mean, they had some good things. I'll keep too. watching it because Berlanti, you know, he's he's got he's got good, you know, screen cred the, so far. Yeah, he's got the the TV universe is doing you know it's doing fantastic. Um, so I still need to watch Supergirl. I, I haven't. I still haven't. I'm, I'm kind of waiting to to catch up on that. But I'm, I've been hearing good things. I hear it's like still a progression, which you know, again, um, a good show will have a progression, finds its feet and all that stuff. It's not shoving 
stuffed down your throat or trying to be something it's not. It's it's slowly making this progression. I'm just hoping that Legends of Tomorrow takes a little step back and and develops the characters and does some cool, unique things and keep going with the witty dialogue and all that stuff and and uh, just try not to do too much of the those action scenes because they kind of like I don't know it's too busy it's just like too busy you know what I mean there's just too much stuff going on and it's but it's not in a good way right. you know, like like the Avengers do you're like oh fuck that's awesome it's just you know a bunch of shooting and and then punching and but it's done so sporadically it's almost like watching Transformers you don't know what the fuck's going on robots are fighting each other and you're like what's what's happening it's like pull back and kind of you know slow it down a little bit and focus on story and all that stuff a little bit more but you know I, I I have faith I just hope they didn't get too big for the britches with all these damn shows going on you know yeah so that adds a lot more to our TV schedule to watch X-Files and watch uh, <laughs> yeah Lexus but I'm happy to do it and I hope it's um, well it's only for another month for the X-Files yeah but like it's gonna it's gonna coincide with you know a couple other new shows I mean Walking Dead is Right, right. It's popping up pretty soon, and there's some other stuff. Well, I think some other stuff pops up. Like Game of Thrones. Daredevil, Daredevil will come out when, and Game of Thrones will come out when X-Files is done. But um, still, it's it's there's a lot of good TV coming up that I'm super, super excited about. But Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, I would say um, thumbs up for X-Files, and I'd say probably a sideways thumb right now for Legends, but... You know, with with some hope, that's going to get better. Yeah, if they kill more people, it'll be even better. <laughs> I thought so, man. I thought that team was way too big in the beginning. I was like, wow, this is this is going to be a lot of juggling. And you know, at least they killed the character that I cared about the least. <laughs> I know. I was thinking the same thing. Like, if I was going to kill anybody in this cast, who would it be? <laughs> well, there's not enough women on this one, so we can't kill her. Let's kill that. Yeah, other we got to keep the hot girls just for a little bit longer. Yeah, let's kill the white guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's good. You know, kill the white guy. Yeah, he'll come back. He'll reincarnate. We know, you know, yeah. Hawkeye, Hawkman will come back. Technically, he's not dead. So that's true. Know, get over <laughs> yeah. it. That that's why I keep wondering if they're if they're going to figure out a way if they go back in time a little bit and he's alive in a different era, and then he, and then he just jumps just gets on the ship with him and just keeps going. Kind oh of thing. God! If they fucking do that, that's so arrow, and I'm done with the show already. I know, I know, man. Or well, you know, let's go throw him in the Lazarus pit. He'll he'll be back. Oh God! And have a bloodlust. Fuck that Lazarus pit. Yeah, bringing White Canary back was really strange. Um, yeah, she's kind of useless in this show. A little bit. I mean, she, she didn't really have a lot to do. No. In the second episode of them fighting the flirt with the doctor's younger self. Right, right. If that becomes her, I bet you. I'm wondering, like, there's really there wasn't really a lot of a character to her in Arrow, and I'm wondering if that's like what she's going to be like the rest of the the show because that's just she's just pointless. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I I don't know if they're going to do like a quantum leap thing and and have them, you know, each, you know, have them jump into a, an era where they've got to solve, you know, something, some timeline thing. And, they should. And, and then each each episode will focus on a different character or something. There's just too many characters in this thing. There's like just way too many, you know. Yeah, you're gonna you're, they're gonna start doing something when you get a big ensemble cast. You usually start running out of ideas, and what ends up happening is you tell backstories or some kind of side well, story. Well, that you know who did it well character. was the Flash. Did it well. I mean, the overarching story was about the re- the Reverse Flash, but. They had a lot of standalone episodes, and and they were all fantastic. I mean, they were all great. Even the, I mean, the fucking Grog episode. I was like, how are they gonna do this big ape? And they did it. I was like, that's really really cool the way they did that. And you know, in reverse, like I said, the Reverse Flash was the was the whole story arc. And every now and then he'd pop up, and they'd do something, and then, you know, then he'd have to deal with other bad guys. And I and I think that if Legends Tomorrow is gonna be successful, they need to kind of do something similar. They cannot have Randall Savage in every freaking episode slipping through their fingers. It would just become tiresome. They need to, like, he just needs to disappear for a while. And then they're like, oh, shit, you know, you know, you've got to have side characters that are that are fucking up the timeline or something like that, some of his cronies or something else happening where they have to go take care of it, you know. Um, but I don't know. 
see what they what they have planned. You know, I, well, I they've got a lot more episodes to work with in the X Files, so yeah, that's true. They're um, gonna have a lot. They're gonna have a few fillers this season. But you know, I think like what you said a week or two ago about the the episode, you know, like a ten episode format is better than a twenty something episode because the show becomes tighter, more focused. You know, um, you don't have to put in a bunch of filler episodes to fill in the season, and and you know, and it gets really tedious, and and it, that's why I like shows like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and stuff like that worked really well. So I'm really looking for. Oh my God, dude, I'm I'm looking forward to Daredevil more than anything right now. I mean, besides Deadpool, but I just I'm so excited for that show. It just it, if they even half as good as the first season, I'm going to be so happy. Um. Yeah, a lot of good stuff coming up. All right, I think that's it. X-Files and Legends of Tomorrow. With a bunch of gobbledygook in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go watch some more uh, shows with David Schwimmer, see if uh, <laughs> they'll change it all. He's fucking think, Ross and everything. God I damn think it. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm not going to go watch Full House. No, no. <laughs> fuck that show. <laughs> yeah, even the Olsen twins the Olsen twins that fuck that show guaranteed I'm not gonna watch it yeah <laughs> alright man cool episode right. 6 chew on this I'm BJ Nick later later